All right, welcome to the Talking Doves podcast. They said it wouldn't happen, but here we are, episode two. School has started. I am Mr. Riley, and I am with Mr. Arthur. Hello. <laughs> that man sounding like your grandmother trying to see if you're still on the phone is Mr. Arthur. Uh, we are coming still here. We are coming to you live at midnight. Not really, but Mr. Arthur thinks so. Pretty close. So, who is this? You know who it is. It is your ag teachers. We have just finished our first week of blended learning. We are finished with A and B, and we are all virtual on Friday. So, this is coming to you on a beautiful, crisp Friday morning in August. So, we have a lot in store for you on this show tonight or tomorrow or tomorrow's night whenever you are listening to this so first we have when is this this is news of the week this is things that have happened at school that you might have missed out on i have a couple of notes here mr arthur but i'm gonna start with i know it's not time for quotes yet but i have a quote for us I'm afraid okay, I don't. it means one of two things depending on how you decipher a dead language. It either means order from chaos or order out of chaos. Uh, I think that our first week of school has been exceptional. And I think I think Absolutely. WSHS has been order in the midst of a world of chaos. All right. I am going to uh, quote some Latin. It is ordo <laughs> Ab KO. Do you know what that means, Mr. Arthur? I think uh, anybody that has been here this week would have to agree. I think our administration, faculty, staff, and students have done a great job of being as orderly as possible with a, a new normal. A new normal. That I, you know, I think I'm okay with a new normal. Later, we're going to talk about words I don't like, but I think a new normal is completely okay. We are talking about things that have happened this week. We had. Uh, in Ag 3-4, we had some technical difficulties on uh, Wednesday. That was yesterday. We had trouble with Chromebooks and trouble with internet and trouble with uh, the monitor. But you know what? We made it work. And uh, in transitions, I had to come up with phrases that make me cringe. Things like unprecedented times. I'm just going to say that might be the worst. You know, phrases that cringe to me are just words or phrases that just are said way too much. I think we... And I think during unprecedented time, unprecedented time is overused. I think so. I think so. You know, it's almost like we're here. This is an unprecedented time. Anything that happens during an unprecedented time is going to be unprecedented. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it's kind of like going to a grocery store and finding it weird that they have food. So true. But whatever. You know, we had our first commercial of the year with the Wash Your Hands campaign. Yes. Um, yes. It was an all hands on deck situation. <laughs> oh, the irony. The, the puns. puns. I love wordplay. It's my favorite rapper. Anyway, so. Uh, my Ag 3-4 children learned that I will just not shut up. I will talk way too much. I think Mr. Arthur can vouch for that. I think that's both of us this first week, considering we haven't had students in five months. Agreed. Like, I have five months worth of talking. I'm just ready to talk. Mm-hmm. It was bad enough when, you know, we had to miss going to live church for you know a couple of weeks a couple of months whatever it was right and then you know so when i got to see my church kids it was like oh you know finally and i could just like almost relieve stress build up of pent up mm-hmm. energy and and that's just like magnified times like a trillion right now yeah i'm definitely excited to be back in the classroom and uh you know kind of doing a lot of lecturing this first week hopefully we'll move away from that i know the students are ready but like you said it's kind of pent up and been dying to come out yeah i think uh ag one today was really like mr riley could you just like move on <laughs> and uh you know we did what we could do what we could that's right some content you just have to cover you know, the some you just have to we we went through it as students and 
mm-hmm. everybody has to and then you know when you go to teacher school like me and you both did you get lectured on not lecturing right. and you know that's just all part of it yeah I do you have anything you. from your classes that you'd like to uh, pick on for this week well you know i think so much happened this first week excitement level was high for us um national stair week like you call it was in full swing uh, didn't get a lot of questions from students but i had one quote from an ag 2 student that i wanted to share and i know like you said we're not into quotes yet um i think olivia files hit it home uh you know coming back as an ag 2 student she's been through ag 1 she's been through that curriculum she understands about agriculture and we were talking about the increasing population on earth and alternative food sources and she said less skyscrapers more corn and uh, i think i'm going to get that on a banner put that in my room i think that embodies what we do uh, as a or as a ffa organization that embodies what we do as agriculturists uh, just to get that message out there of uh, how important farming is and agriculture is and so uh, you know it, it's the little things that students do that you know, kind of bring you back home to the, the central message that you're trying to get out and you know it's nothing against skyscrapers they can be a, no a work nothing work, but you know we need uh, more corn for sure more, more corn definitely more corn you know what would new york city look like if on the left you have the empire state building on the right you have a beautiful hundred acres you know let me see I'm, I'm looking at my notes and i'm thinking about the things that we did in class uh, this was written by one of our uh, kind of helpers that we're having in Ag One. He says that I have an internal crisis every time I read a slide, uh, which is true. Uh, I try. <laughs> you was talking about he was writing yes. about you. Yes, uh, he yeah. was. He's one of our Ag Three Four students, young Parker Carlino, mm-hmm. and he is uh, anxiously awaiting his dual enrollment classes. But in the meantime, helping us out yeah. on uh, what's Parker AB? I mean, he's A. Yeah, he's so A. That, that was yesterday, and we had the meltdown in Ag three four with technology, and so we started keeping minutes. Right. And uh, he kept minutes for me. You know, when we were teaching Ag one, fifth block. Yeah, there was definitely at least I would say a, a easy fifty eight that I didn't bash. He says that I bashed every parish and city in the state. I don't think that's true. <laughs> I can't I can't guarantee it, but I'm pretty sure that if uh, the court reporter would read it back, I didn't bash probably about 58 of them. I don't recall you bashing a ton of, of places, um, and, and I'm not going to call any places out specifically, but one you were referring to, and you called it the parish that time forgot. Uh, I did get a, quite a chuckle out of that. <laughs> you know, I, I, uh, hmm, I hate saying that I probably said that, but I probably said that. <laughs> and if I if I remember where I was talking about, it was probably true. Yeah, it was definitely true. I do remember where you were talking about, and it was definitely I true. I appreciate your candor, Mr. Arthur, so I don't have to go and uh, <laughs> edit more. <laughs> yes. And, uh, you know, I'm just, I'm looking. It was such a great week. I'm so excited to be back. Um, this so many of these experiences you just miss out when you're not here um, oh yeah I, I can't stress that enough and I'm fully support any student that you know uh, with their parents or with their guardians you know decided to go virtual I, I, I get it I completely get it mm-hmm. um, but there's just something special about public education there's something special about Winfield Senior High School for sure you know I don't think I would have made it through this summer it would have been for our amazing officer team and getting to see them probably three or four times throughout the, the five months we were off. I think that really kind of helped. But it's been so great to to be back with all of our students at Winfield Senior. And you High know, School. I think it might have helped our transition period. You know, with with me coming on board with you know because that team didn't go into COVID being that officer team. No, and so they you know not. they have you know we have pent up energy. I think they have pent up energy. You know, I think they're ready to go. And the, the last thing that I feel like I just have to talk about is the, depending on what part of the parish you're from, it's either a sassometer or a sassometer. <laughs> on the uh, on the central part of town, I was thinking sassometer. Sassometer is definitely yeah, right, I think. Uh, but, you know, I get sassometer. I'm, I'm down. I, I'm a, 
I'm up for it. But, you know, I think that first week together uh, today, you know, everybody was just a little, I'll say it, they were a little sassy. Oh, yeah. Finally coming out of their shells on what was their second day of school. <laughs> um, and those, those kids were, you know, we've had them before in class or you've known them or they spent the right. summer with you. So uh, they, they'd already kind of opened up to us. But to open up as a group for the first time on day two was it was welcomed in my opinion I, I really needed that after some you know getting blank stares from some freshmen <laughs> uh, i almost thought at one point i was gonna have to apologize for scaring them and i didn't <laughs> intend to scare them but yeah i'm not you know it's great for ag to to be themselves right. today yes absolutely yes almost said absolutely i oh man we <laughs> i you know elephant in the room me and mr arthur say absolutely way too much absolutely <laughs> Yes, yes. That I mean, that's the only way you can cap that off. The yeah. officer team, the the sophomores, they are, they are. I, you know, they said today that we are scaring the freshmen. Did you hear that? Yeah, I did uh, hear do you that. Think that. And I'm not sure how that happened <laughs> uh, because you know it, we're doing a really interesting thing where we're team teaching that freshman class, and uh, I didn't. I don't think I did anything to scare them. I mean, I may have talked 100 miles an hour, and I know you didn't do anything to scare them. Maybe clap a little loud a couple of times when they were dozing off, but uh, it's fifth period. I get it. It's a struggle, but I don't think we did anything to scare right. them. Didn't intend to, anyway. Yeah, I I, I didn't think I did, uh, but I kind of get where I could be annoying. I, I get it. I, I Well, you know, I, by fifth period, I think anything can be annoying, but I think if they will just hold on for another week, I think they're really going to enjoy week two and what we've got planned for them. I think they should. All this is so special, you know. Uh, I'm, mm-hmm. you know, meeting new kids. Um, we we are now part of Inside Jokes, Mr. Arthur. Oh and yeah. We are. I think we are as close to clicking on all cylinders as you can be at the end of week one. Right. That is that is not saying in the midst of a pandemic. That's just saying real life, real time. I think we are as close to to fully operational as you can say anybody would be at the end of week one. You know, I think it's interesting, and we didn't really share this message. I don't think with the freshmen, uh, we probably should have, and probably can. Or we'll share it through this media for sure. You know, this has been a tough summer for for me and yeah. you. Uh, taking over a, a program that's that's so storied and historical, and someone who's very special to us, who you know built this program, is now retired, and um, and watching him step away, but also wanting him to continue to be involved and trying to get that good balance of that versus intruding on his retirement, um, you know, and then us having to do things in the department that are a little different to fit us, and it's been really difficult, and I think constantly in our minds we think about that as where the freshmen are coming over and they're they're coming into a the kingdom that the sons of winfield built right. here and they're expected to carry on the tradition of winfield senior high school so we get it i mean it's not something that only the freshmen feel right now i think it's it's something that we can relate to them on on a, on a special level you know it was something that i didn't realize when i started teaching and I don't know if you got this because, you know, you stepped into a newly formed two, two, two-man department. But when I right. I stepped into a two-man, and it had always been a, two, a two-man department, and when I got there, word traveled differently in that district and in that area. You know, it wasn't a close-knit community. It was kind of spread out. It's more of a country right. deal. And when I took that classroom and I was teaching and I, I, I've never worked so hard as I did that week, you know, and at the end of the first week, one of my freshmen came up and was like, Mr. Riley, how long have you been here? I was like, well, buddy, I've been here like three months, you know, I worked during the summer and he's like, really? I thought you worked here forever. So sometimes, you know, when you come in new and fresh, you forget that those freshmen are coming in new and fresh. Absolutely. Oh, I said it again. But yeah, you're so right. Yeah, so you, you are absolutely correct. And that's something that I'll always remember my first group of freshmen that I saw from freshman year to graduation. 
you know, and I know right. that group will be special to you. Uh, and they'll be different. And yeah, they are. And they are. You know, so that'll happen in, what, 23? Is that right? 2023. Yeah. And so then I'll have my first from here in 24. And and that's those that group that we are scaring to death right now. I hope they can see past They will. Them. They will. I mean, that's just part of it. I don't think so. I, I just, uh, just so these guys know, we're very excited about week two. Um, you know, read your emails, check your Google Classrooms, because we're going to have a lot of information flowing to you, especially those of you that are virtual. And uh, I always, and we'll say this probably until we're blue in the face, if you have a question, email us. We've been fielding questions all week, and, and that's great. I'm glad y'all are excited about learning, and uh, especially learning agriculture. And we're, we'll just keep answering those questions until the sun goes down. And on that note, I would like to say if, if you send us an email or posted a, a comment on an assignment or, or however you're trying to reach out to us, if we don't reach out to you in what you feel like is a timely manner, blow up our email. You know, like send yes, whatever please. because please. You know, I think I told one of the Ag2 kids, uh, was that fourth block? What block am I off? Third block? Fourth block. Fourth. fourth. I think I told one of your fourth block kids, I said, you know, I just saw whatever they had commented or whatever they did because it was the top email I had. It, you know, it was the last email I had. And so sometimes it's a struggle. Right. And, and, you know, what they don't see is that I get every comment and email from Google Classroom that is going to you and vice versa. Uh, right. So sometimes, you know, I'll right. see a kid's name and I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's Peyton's kid. Or you'll see a kid and you're like, I'm pretty sure that's Ryan's kid and you know, vice versa. Right. Uh, so yeah, if, if you haven't heard back from us, I think I've answered every question. I think I've replied. I've I've tried to. Yeah, for I sure. definitely tried. But you know, if I if I miss you, please just send it again. Or uh, as when this goes live, I should have you know clear directions for what you're supposed to be doing Friday and have done by Monday. But you know, if I haven't or if you're still just wondering, you know, just reach out to us. And I've gotten several questions by email that say, you know, what are we supposed to be doing today? And, and if you're confused on directions, please ask me. Um, I will get back to you in, a, in a, like Mr. Riley said, in a timely manner. And if we do miss you, please know it's not intentional. Please know absolutely. it's not intentional. There it is. There's my absolutely. There it is. The I, I'm trying to do in my units – because I'm, I'm doing week one. I'm not doing like unit one or whatever. Uh, right. I'm doing unit one. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm doing week one. And then I'm trying to list it like Monday assignment, Tuesday assignment. And if there's more than one with it, go Monday assignment one or something like that. But even that I, I think is getting yeah. confusing because there's just so much being put out. There is. I'm going to continue to try to send an email every week out to you guys uh, those of you that are in my classes that way uh, you can you can read and it'll it should tell you step by step what needs to be done on what day i sent one out today and it'll be similar to that format uh, but if you if you still are confused uh, don't just sit there please respond with it with a question or, or needing clarification and we will have office hours uh, on fridays starting next friday so uh, we'll get you those times as soon as they're available to us yeah, that'll probably be another thing under class resources, huh? Probably a good thing. Right, yeah. I think we're going to try to have similar hours. So if you have Mr. Riley and I or vice versa, uh, we, you know, you can, you can kind of do both at the same time. Boy, Mr. Arthur, I've been hanging out with you. My handwriting is getting atrocious. Just getting... Uh-oh. We got to do better. I got to do better. I'm the problem. What, what is the... Well, you know, I, my handwriting can be great, but I think just like anybody else that writes a lot, you just kind of get sloppy where you can read it. And so anything that I'm writing to Mr. Riley, I, I try to I try to do better, but, you know, sometimes it doesn't always When you took those notes from that meeting on Wednesday, they were fire, Mr. Arthur. Mm-hmm. They were very legible. Oh, you yeah. could read it? I didn't second guess anything. Oh, that's, a, that's impressive. Uh, it did say that we have a, a livestock... Uh, what does that say? Stonks, but I, I guess that's a real thing. 
I have no idea what I was going for, or if you're just making a stonk joke. Oh, you know, this podcast is stonks. Yeah, all the above. So, I encourage you to maybe just are interested in for or you think they may be, just come talk to us. Uh, you know, and, and let us explain to you what the contest is, what it's about, and how much fun it is. Because I'm with Mr. Riley. It's definitely one of my favorites. It's just something, and I don't know if I said this in a video or if I just told kids this before. I can't remember. I love, well, when I was younger especially, I loved knowing things that no one else knew or maybe no one right. else cared about. And I that really resonates with me now because I'm, I know a lot of things that people just don't care about. Um, but knowing trees, you know, we live in such a forestry heavy area of the state. You know, a lot of your parents are in the industry. Knowing what trees are is almost like a superpower. Yeah. Just walking and being able to say, oh, look at that Eastern Red Cedar. Look at that. That's so true. It's, uh, you know, if this was the 60s, we'd say it's like the ultimate party trick, you know, <laughs> but kids don't even yeah flashback so uh you want to talk real quick about ldes mr arthur yeah so um for those of you who don't know about ldes those are our leadership development events that's our more of our speaking contest uh due to covid this year they're going to be completely virtual now those are things like parliamentary law uh, public speaking gulf of mexico speaking go teach ag contest uh, we are really looking forward to having a great LDE season, even though it's going to be virtual. Um, you know, these are going to be done through probably a Microsoft Teams or Zoom platform. We have usually what's called district. And so that's us, Grant Parish and LaSalle Parish. And then we move on to area two, which is kind of north central. Is that how you describe it, Mr. Riley? Yes, north sir. central Louisiana. Yeah. And then um, we move on those that once you qualify from each uh Round you go into the state LDEs and you know we hate that it's not going to be at LSU this year uh, or we get to take an overnight trip with you guys but we're still so very excited about that if you're interested in doing an LDE uh, contact us ASAP we're going to start getting the ball rolling on those uh, for sure I know P-Law is going to start uh, right after we finish that unit in Ag 1 in September and then uh, the contest will begin starting around the first week of December. Yep. And that is, it's such a fun, like that's the whole deal is such a fun experience, even though it's all virtual, you know, that might encourage some that may be scared to go. Right. Just, uh, you know, Mr. Riley said that forestry was his favorite. Um, parliamentary law is one of my favorite contests because it's something that I'm, I think is new to me. I really didn't get into it until I, I came to teach here. Uh, Mr. Steve Vines was kind of the P-Law king. Uh, Mr. Riley, and I can't remember off the top of my head how many state championships in P-Law. I think it's I think 11. It, I think that's correct. That he won. Um, you know, and so Winfield has a very rich history of, of doing parliamentary law. And we would love to take two very strong teams all the way to state this year and hopefully bring home that first place state banner. So, if you're interested in P-Law, especially you Ag-1 students who will get that over um, the course of the next month or so, we would love to have you try out for the team. So, uh, and, and I will say this, we practice for, Mr. Riley, what is it going to be, about seven weeks for that? Six, seven that, weeks? A couple yeah, times over uh, Thanksgiving break and all that. But yeah, the next portion of our show is, when is this? This is our FFA News section of the podcast so uh if i could uh well i'll just start with forestry mr arthur you talk about ldes okay uh and we'll okay. just hit a couple of the quick bullets after that so good. Uh, our forestry cde season is kind of in limbo but we have more direct guidance as of wednesday we are for those uh, underclassmen that don't know, forestry is our first competition of the season. FFA is very heavy in competition, and uh, this chapter has had a, a great history in the forestry CDE. It is one of my favorites. If you ask me what is my favorite CDE, 
I won't pick a spring contest. You know, I'm not going to show favoritism there. But uh, forestry, it's the only thing happening. It's the only, it's the only show in town. I love forestry so much. Uh, that was my first FFA contest. If you had to watch that cringy about Mr. Riley video, uh, I talked about you know my relationship with my ag teacher and how I got started in forestry. And it starts uh, this week, really. If you are interested in joining forestry, we're going to be. Uh, working on how to practice it's going to be uh practice after school we're going to be practicing at school uh for the foreseeable future but we learned that that competition will be about when it normally is which is around the first of october we learned that we're trying to go in static groups and you, you know you really don't care about the details the most important part of forestry is it's happening Far, forestry is not dead and nope. uh, we are looking for for members so uh if you're interested in trees if you're interested in being outside if you're interested in any of those types of things uh forestry is happening it starts uh next week really okay i didn't so if no. if you're interested in horse evaluation reach out to us it did get moved from fall to spring it's now going to be uh like late february early march we're still going to do it uh, it's just a different part of the year now. So hopefully by the end, you know, you'll actually get to go and look at live horses and, you know, have a, a better, more enriching experience with that. But but that was another thing, the news that came out on Wednesday. Even if you if you don't make the top eight, we still want you to come to practice because next year we're going to need more students. So come get trained, get involved. Maybe you don't feel comfortable competing this year. Still, would still love to have you come to practice and and just get that knowledge if you're interested at all. We, you know, and I don't say this boastingly because I didn't do any of it. Uh, this whole culture that we have currently with that team that had went to nationals are very eager mm -hmm. to still be active in the Pelaw community. Right. It, it, it's something special that you know. I don't know if our conduct of chapter team really saw it happening and, and I don't know if they fully understood because you know they're freshmen and you know may just thought that's how it's supposed to be but and maybe it is how it's supposed to be but it's not what happens everywhere it, this is mm -hmm. a special culture it's a special thing that we have right now with those kids they want to give back they want to help right they want it to be just as successful as that team that they had and they wanted to be even more successful right for those of you who not, who don't know what mr riley was referring to last year our 2018 2019 parliamentary law team uh went on to national ffa convention uh in indianapolis indiana placed fifth in the nation and uh we were very very proud of them and they've come back like he said and they're helping train uh, the next PLAW team last year, our PLAW team received third uh, as an all-freshman team. And so, like I said, we're very excited to take that group back and, and do some awesome, awesome things. So uh, that, you know, we have, uh, we talked to one of y'all about uh, horse evaluation, just kind of transitioning out of LDEs, Mr. Arthur, if that's okay. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. We, we yeah. talked to one of you about horse evaluation and I don't know, did you tell her today? Do you have anything else for FFA news, Mr. Arthur? I don't think so. Um, I, I did. I guess we can mention the Ag Tech Quiz Bowl uh, that'll be happening every other week starting around in mid-September. Uh, for those of you who are interested, I think they're going to break it up by Ag 1, 2s, and 3s. Um, and so we, we may reach out to a couple of you guys to participate for prizes um, just, for, just for fun. I think that's going to be a great experience and a great way to I guess kind of keep your knowledge flowing about uh, that agritech test you take at the end of ag three. I know when I was a, a student, if if that would have been an opportunity for me, I would have really nerded out on that, and I would have really enjoyed that mm -hmm. competition deal. You know that whole right. competition climate, just every other week. That that's something special. We don't. We don't. I was going to say absolutely, but I'm not going to. But I already just did. know that whatever we say, unless we give up a fight. We are completely in agreement with each other. 
<laughs> Correct. <laughs> Correct. So that, uh, if we are out of news, that takes us to maybe our favorite section, my, maybe my favorite section. What is this? These are quotes from me and Mr. Arthur. Some of our favorite quotes. How many you want to do tonight, Mr. Arthur? I okay. have two. Uh, I kind of wanted to do three. So, so I go can, for it. I'll do go one. For it. You do one. I'll do one. You do one. I'll finish. That sound good. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. Based on the uh, conversation that we uh, had uh, post officer meeting tonight. I, I really wanted to go a Star Wars quote. And, mm-hmm. you know, I almost feel like I let down the fandom that I didn't have a quote in it last week. I didn't have a Star Wars quote. Uh, so I'm going to the one that started it all. Anakin's mother. She said, Shmi Skywalker said, you can't stop the change any more than you can stop the suns from setting. Well, I'm not a Star Wars fan. That's pretty powerful Isn't stuff. Isn't that great? You know, yeah. I and if you just look at our current our current situation, our current climate, change has never been faster than what's happening right now. You know, we wait we wait yeah. at the at the call of the governor right now to kinda outline everything and everything mm-hmm. changes you know there was one day where we were in school the next day we didn't have school for eight weeks you know there was right. one day where i could uh go buy my chocolate milk at 10 30 at, at walmart and there's the next day where i better get it before 8 30. Mm-hmm. you know changes happening really quick and you just have to find not really a piece with it but you have to find how to go with it you have to find your place in it uh and i know i'm kind of doing double speech but you're not going to change it you're not going to change change you can be a part of it you can try to deny it but it's going to happen and uh you just have to work with it uh i think the kids that are seeing it right now are going to be more resilient like I think I think that's going to be something that happens out of this and maybe I'm wrong I don't yeah I don't think our kids get enough credit for how resilient they yeah. are yeah, this it's tough to, to do what they're doing with school right now but, but they've they're the reason that I keep going absolutely I think that warrants it I needed I needed to agree with that because we we're asking so much of them and they we have kids right now mr arthur and i both have kids emailing us at midnight trying to help with the next day's assignment and you know two months ago i've been like kids aren't gonna want to do that kids aren't gonna want to try to do their work on in a timely manner if we go online and here we are in that change you know we're doing blended we're doing you know you have a choice and you know it's it's week one it, it could change it, you know it, it could get better it could get worse whatever but out of the gate i never would have thought uh the positivity would be where it's at and i'm really happy about that well that's what i was about to tell you two things number one in a world full of negatives our kids are a positive Ooh. right now oh uh, if they if they can continue that and, and know that we see that, you know, that's not something that's going unnoticed by any means. And, and we don't take the time to, to let you know that uh, like we should, because we're just so busy, but uh, know that we see you and, and we appreciate the hard work and dedication that you're putting into this uh, because know that your teachers, uh, believe it or not, are also putting in hard work and dedication. You know, I think I'm so FFA minded and, you know, I'm thinking about our officer team right now, but and, and they're like, you know, we look at them as leaders in our chapter and in our classes. And, you know, I told you about this. I'm talking to one of our officers and I said, I hope I'm not. I hope me and Mr. Arthur aren't putting too much on y'all. And they said, 
we want this. This is what we want to do. We want to be leaders. We want to push us and our chapter to higher levels. Like we want this. And uh, when, when you keep giving responsibility to kids and they keep asking for more, that's special. So that that's my first quote, Mr. Ross. All right. Well, uh, I have a quote from one of my favorite authors and poets, uh, Dr. Maya Angelou. I went kind of serious in nature with my quotes this week. Uh, and it seems like Mr. Riley so far has as well. Um, and she said, if you're always trying to be normal, you'll never know how amazing you can be. Hmm. And I think that, um, you know, in a, in a world that's it's confusing right now, uh, in a classroom setting that's confusing, it's easy to just go with the flow to be normal and uh, but you know we've been talking about our officer team all afternoon and I hate to just keep harping but they're just uh, you know the kids that we spend a lot of time with and they're just an excellent group of kids or students I should say you know they each offer something different to our team and and they they've stepped out of that normalcy uh, which is something that I, I, I just love and respect. I think that's a beautiful thing for students to find themselves and to be themselves and to bring qualities to the table that would not have been brought if they would just sit back and and drive an autopilot. So I didn't have a ton to talk about on that quote, but I think it's just so important to for students in this time, in this world that we live in, to know that you are amazing so be amazing yeah i you know i think these are lining up really well uh you know my first quote your quote and it just has to do with where we're at and we want kids to know we want our students to know that we see what's happening we see how they are behaving and acting in this and we are appreciative of that you know and that goes into my second quote, my second quote, which is, it's from, and I did a little research uh, while, you know, we were talking a while ago. I didn't realize that this was kind of a typo. This was kind of a mistake, this quote was. Uh, so really, the, uh, the author of A Wrinkle in Time can take, quote, uh, can take authorship of this because it was kind of a mistranslation. And so, did you read A Wrinkle in Time? Long time ago. Okay, it's one of my favorite books. It's one of the few novels that I've read more than once. Um, and, you know, it kind of makes me want to reread it this weekend. And as slow as a reader I am, as I am, it might take, you know, three weekends. But, you know, it's not that big of a deal. Um, Who wrote that book? Madeline. I don't know how to say her last name. Uh, La Ingle. Okay. Um you know I'm yeah. just straight up I, I don't know how to say that but I think uh, it was a school reading assignment several I'm, years back and I, I just don't remember it I didn't watch the movie uh, I heard it was you know mixed reviews uh, that, that was the newer movie that had like Oprah in it yes yeah yes and uh, you know there was the the three ladies that were helping the uh the protagonist mm-hmm. and like one was mrs who one was like mrs what's it and like that kind of thing yeah yeah okay so mrs who only spoke in quotes like she only would quote people to convey her <laughs> emotions and thoughts and that kind of thing and she yeah. said to the protagonist when they're they're going and i think this is where she's wanting to give up i think meg is wanting to give up and uh I, I don't remember the context exactly, but it's somewhere in there, you know, they're getting the rise in action. They're almost to the climax of the book. And Mrs. Who says, but remember, Euripides, nothing is hopeless. We must hope for everything. Mm-hmm. And I I looked up to, because I was just going to give Euripides the, the credit because I mm-hmm. thought it was just a straight up quote, but apparently there was a major translation error in Madeline's source text. 
Mm-hmm. And so she kind of created that. So I just, if we're looking at kids and we're looking at students and they're doing great now, I don't want them to lose sight. I don't want them to, I want them to stay the course. I want them to remember nothing is hopeless. We must hope for everything. There will be uh, better days through better ways. <laughs> or is that a little too spot on? Um, the I, But you, you see where I'm trying to go with this? I do. Absolutely. And uh, it, it's just don't lose sight you know keep your keep your eye on where you're going there is a point to all of this Mm -hmm. and and this is something that you know from the top down we're trying to stress is that you know education is still going we're still educating you you're still there's a still a purpose in your education and you know they're starting out strong i don't want them to lose sight of that Mm -hmm. Uh, nothing is hopeless we must hope for everything that's that's uh, that's powerful stuff. I really like it, and the the fact that it was a a major error uh, is just kind of funny to me. So, mm-hmm. so. well, my second quote, uh, my final quote for this session, uh, comes from somebody that I think you guys are going to know who they are. We've been quoting a bunch of people that maybe you didn't have any idea who they are. Uh, the one, the only Queen Bee, Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I may not know a lot of music from uh, the modern era but I do enjoy Beyonce's music Uh, but she says be healthy and take care of yourself but be happy with the beautiful things that make you you and you know I wish I would have known that quote 10 years ago Uh, I think it's so important and and it's kind of piggybacking off the, the Maya Angelou quote that I had earlier that You've got to find things in life that make you happy. You've got to find niches that that you fit in with and qualities of yourself that uh, only you can find. And I think what's so beautiful about this quote and the situation that Mr. Riley and I are in as as FFA advisors, so many students find their niche here with us. And, you know, that's that's what we strive for is that when you guys come in as sparkling-eyed freshmen, you walk in the door and, and we get to meet you for the first time, that you see something in us, in our program, in our class that you love, that you identify with. Um, and it's part of that beautiful thing that makes you, you. And we want to be part of that. And so, you know, I hope that some of you freshmen that are listening or maybe some of you uh, upperclassmen who are taking ag for the first time or you thought, well, maybe this isn't for me or you're second-guessing yourself, Think about why you you started ag in the first place. For you freshmen, it may be because a parent, a guardian, and an uncle, a brother, or sister told you about this program and said, "Hey, I think you'll like this." Uh, don't give up until you're sure, because uh, I guarantee if you'll just give us some time, that you'll find part of yourself in our program. If you go to the, if you go to Texas. And, and you ask an FFA member, what is FFA to you? And they're, you know, well, I, I show steers and uh, I, you know, I have seven belt buckles that I've won. You know, if I go to, yeah. if I go to Indiana uh, and I ask an FFA member, what does FFA mean to you? And they're like, well, we do these projects and we're trying to do hydroponics and we're trying to see how, uh, trouts live and it you know it it means so much to so many different people right and i i completely completely agree with that not you know me and you have i'm i'm not trying to flaunt this but you know i think me and you have a lot of personality Mm -hmm. and and you know i think we can i think a lot of kids we relate to so many different kinds of kids i think right and, and I think that's one of our greatest strengths, really. Yeah. You know, it's funny how these quotes are just, I feel like these quotes are really meshing. Mm-hmm. And it might just be sleep deprivation, Mr. Arthur. Like, I, that may be, but anybody listening to this, please know we didn't even, we don't tell each other what we're going to talk about before we get on here. So this is completely coincidental. This is blind. So I'm going to end this with a Beyonce quote. Really? No, I'm kidding. Uh, oh. 
thing. <laughs> it is music. It is a lyric. Okay. Uh, if you know, if y'all by any chance have listened to any of my playlists in class or that it's posted, uh, I have a thing for Christian rap. I really like Christian rap. I'm a big fan. Um, my favorite Christian rapper is Andy Minio. I have and no idea who that is. All right. I know. I know. It's fine. <laughs> it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal at all. Uh, it doesn't matter. I think you're going to enjoy this because it kind of goes something that me and you, you know, we would do something and we would say, you know, we'd look at the kids or, or whatever and we we're like, we're making money moves, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think it just kind of bookends this whole deal, you know, kind of like that stick with us. We're working hard. We're all in this together. Nothing's hopeless. Be happy. Find your place in this. All, all that kind of thing that we're hitting on with these. Mm-hmm. The, the lyric is, I got two choices when I do this. Make moves or make excuses. My biggest enemy is me. And even I can't stop me. Mm-hmm. Do you like that, Mr. Arthur? I do. I like that a lot. Um, the... You know, we could we could sit back. We could we could not work as hard. Uh, we could uh, get a lot more sleep at night. Get a lot more sleep at night. <laughs> I, I told uh, one of my kids today. I don't remember what class it was, and, and they looked at me in there. You know, it, it looked like they were kind of beleaguered. They were they were a little yeah. tired, and, and I get it. You know, it's the end of week one. Whatever your week one looked like, you know, everybody's different, and. And, you know, I just thought about my day yesterday and I, and I told him about it and his eyes kind of got big, it, it, you know, like woke up at 445 and, you know, I did this, this, this and this and, you know, not being not being arrogant or anything, but like, you know, we all have things that we all do. We're all, you know, some sort of tired. And uh, and then I thought about it and I was like, that was the least I did yesterday. I did less than I did the previous three nights. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, yeah. uh you know, we, we could just sit back, we can make excuses, we could go, you know, well, in these trying times, and, and you know, <laughs> just kind of kick our feet back and say, what what else can we do? Um, but me and Mr. Arthur are all about making money moves. Oh, yeah. It's what we do. And, you know, we, and we are trying to snowball this into a, a place where even we can't stop it, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the goal, right? That's the goal. Any good business model looks like that. Any good business model. Uh, one of my favorite preachers, you know, loosely said, uh, my biggest goal as a as a leader of this church is to make the people under me make me useless, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's, that's really the goal for any leader. Um, so that that's mine and your goal for sure. I mean, who would have thought? That when Sam Walton created Walmart in Bentonville, Arkansas, Arkansas, <laughs> a national chain. Yeah. We're going to start right here in Little Winfield, Louisiana. We're going to turn this thing into a nationally renowned program. And Bentonville, Bentonville at the time was like Natchitoches. Yeah. You know, it had a land grant university. I mean, you're right there at Fayetteville. I mean, it's just. Yeah. It, it's just nothingness and uh, and then that's the largest retailer in the world <laughs> in the world in the complete world so yeah you know. I said it come at me Amazon that's right <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness so that takes us Mr. Arthur to the to last my favorite segment your favorite segment why is this uh, do, who you want to go first I want you to go first because I want to end this on a high note. Okay. Are you going to school me hard? Like it's just... I think you're going to enjoy today more than you enjoyed last week. Well, I'm going to I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be a little candid. When you said you should get this last one, I'm going to end on an easy one. I got so scared. I was like, if it's not Kim Mulkey, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> no, this one I think you're going to find that you know more about than you think you do. Wow. And I'm going to find out there was a little basketball inside of me all along. That's right. It's been sitting there waiting to bloom. 
well, you know, I, then yes, I, I will happily start them. <laughs> I have, you know, I kind of got jealous that you had a game kind of, you know, you, you kind of played a game with it. And so I made a game for you, Mr. Okay. Kirkman. Okay, so I'm going to start the same place I did last time. I'm going to give you an artist name, and I want okay. to hear the Wikipedia description of them. Okay. Uh, I will go ahead and let you know this is an American group. Okay, great. That helps. Uh, what grade were you in in 2004? Oh, gosh. Uh, that had been like, uh, what, second. third grade? Second grade. Second grade. Okay, so when you were in second grade, these guys were starting. Okay, mm-hmm. I think if I remember the story correct, like they went to uh, college together. Okay. Okay. The name of the band is Matt and Kim. They couldn't come up with anything better than that. But, you know, I think they got it from his name is Matt Johnson, and her name is Kim Shafino. So that's well, probably where they came in, you know. I, I, I would hope. Know. I don't know, but I'm pretty sure. Okay. So, what kind of music do you think Matt and Kim make? I've already got my answer that I'm going to give you. Okay. And let me tell you why and how this answer was inspired. Okay. You know, I like the oldies. I don't think that's a secret. Right. And. There's a band from, I don't know, a long time ago called Peter, Paul, and Mary. Yeah. And they sing folk music. So I'm going with folk. Okay. That's strong. I, I, I respect that. I like the I like the trying to do detective work based on prior knowledge. What is that? Mm-hmm. Making inferences? Is that? Making inferences, yeah. Yeah. Um, I like it. It's not right, but like I like it. I respect it. I'm glad Appreciate it came. It. I'm glad it came from a, a point of knowledge. Um, it is an indie electronic duo. You with this indie stuff, man. I don't. Whatever. Uh, Matt and Kim are. are it's it's special to me, Mister Arthur. I'm uh, writing them down. I'm going to listen to them later. I didn't like the stuff you played last week. I don't remember what. Well, what their see, name the, was. the the joke last week was I didn't like the music last week i'm glad because um, it's tragic and i hope week, they hear that pod, this podcast it was awful what was her name <laughs> kings of convenience kings of convenience they inconvenienced me by making me listen to that mess but here's the thing with matt and kim it's upbeat okay. uh you could like dance to it maybe like i mean you know it's uh is it something i could play before class when the kids are walking in uh most of it uh one of their songs is in my uh, playlist right now, my current rotation that I have posted. All right. Uh, but I, I want I want to read this one line to you. All right. And this is from the the song that I have in it. There's no. I didn't time. know music had lyrics, but I'm listening. Sorry. No, it, it's fine. Uh, it, it's it's electronic backed music. You know, whatever. Um, no time for cameras. We'll use our eyes instead. So it's saying like, you know, don't get caught up taking selfies, you know, live life, yeah. live life to the fullest. And I know that's a millennial. This is a positive message. It's a positive yeah. message. I know you're kind of anti-millennial, even though you are one. Um, don't, but don't bring that up. Here, here is the, here's the game, Mr. Arthur. Okay. Okay. Their album names kind of sound like theaters. Okay. Like movie theaters stage theaters that they, they kind of share names okay? okay so i'm going to give you a title and you're going to say an album or a theater you understand okay yeah okay so i'm going to start with what should be kind of an easy one staircase is that a matt and kim album or is it a theater I hope it's a Matt and Kim album. You would be incorrect, Mr. Arthur. That is a theater in Ontario, Canada. Are we talking about like a movie theater or a music theater or what? I don't remember what that one was. Because I, I was thinking like Lee Cinema 6 in Leesville. You know, that's what I was thinking when you said. 
<laughs> theater. No, it, I, I said like stage theaters. Uh, yeah, I heard that when you said theater. We only had one movie theater, so it was Lee Cinema Six. Think bigger than Leesville, Mister Arthur. Think bigger. <laughs> All right, I'm ready for the next one. I'm going to get this one right. How many places in Louisiana tonight have said, think bigger than Leesville? Do you think they had like a, a city hall meeting tonight? And they were like, you got to think bigger than here. That might that might be the only time no. that phrase has ever been uttered. Yeah, you're, you're probably right. Okay, the next one. Maybe it's easier. I don't know. It's kind of confusing. I'm going to go. Uh, no, I'll skip that one. I'll, I'll leave that one for last. That one should be the easiest. I'm going to go grand. That's grand. a theater. Well, Mr. Arthur, uh, if you're thinking local, the local one is the grand. Uh, grand was also, it's kind of a trick question, kind of a trick question. I'm Matt, on the struggle bus, guys. Matt and Kim's second album was grand. And really, okay. their best album. I'm not, I'm not trying to throw shade, but that that one was really special. But uh, anyway, I'm sorry. Um, I mean, I like the album name. It's a, that's a good album name. It's a good name. Yeah, I, I like the simple, like one yeah. word album names. All right, mm-hmm. the third one. We only have four. Okay. Okay. The third one. Glow lyric. Glow lyric, like a glow stick, and the lyric of a song glow lyric is that a theater yes yeah you know and i I knew how i phrased that you know might trip you up or whatever uh i I took it as a trick question that's why i said it was definitely a trick question when i found that one i was like i have to put that you know it just had to okay so on a high note let's see if you can end at 50 percent. okay the last one is lightning That's a uh, uh, Mike and Kim. Is that right, Mike and Kim? Matt, Matt, Matt. That's a Matt and Kim album. Yes. Yeah. Look at you. Look at you, Mr. Arthur. You're- I'm sorry, Matt, Mike, whatever your name is. I'm sorry, I got it wrong. <laughs> I won't remember tomorrow, but I will take a listen to your music. <laughs> that's all they can ask for, you know. That. That's it. <laughs> all right, Mr. Arthur. That that was the game. You got fifty percent, you know. I won't put it in hey, campus, you know. Thanks, appreciate that. That's about as good as you can ask for from me. <laughs> so, um, I have three questions. Oh goodness. Um, that revolve around, of course, basketball. Okay, I'm going to give a little backstory before I jump into it, okay. and so maybe, uh, you know, that'll help you in your uh, trying to answer the question. Okay. okay. You know, Golden Girls, when Sophia told a story, if any of you have ever seen that with your grandparents, she always started off, picture it, Sicily, 1942. So picture it, Springfield College, around 1891. Okay. There's a man named Naismith. Ooh. He creates the game, what we now know as basketball. Okay? Okay. All right, so the first game of basketball was played in December of 1891. The teams had nine players. They used a soccer ball, and the goal were a pair of peach baskets. Right. Come a long way. Thank you. Long way. Cut down the peach baskets. Yeah, please cut down the peach (laughs) baskets. Fast forward. To 1898, Naismith accepts a position coaching at the University of Kansas. Yep. Okay. We talked about this the other day. Rock Chalk Jayhawk all the way, right? Rock Chalk, baby. Okay. And he accepts this position and he coaches for, I think, nine seasons, if my memory is, is right. Okay. What was his win percentage as a head coach? Can I ask a couple of questions? Absolutely. How many games a season did they play? Like, like roughly, just ball. I mean, I think in like ten a season, uh, or uh, yeah, somewhere between uh, seven and ten, okay. seven and twelve, somewhere in there. 
and you know, I did say rock chalk, but you know, K State all the way. Um, you know, if I had to pull for a Kansas team, just saying. yeah, but I'm just talking about history of basketball here, right? You right, go. right, right. You can't, you can't, yeah, for sure. So, whew, win percentage, I do, you know, this is kind of a cheat. You know, we did talk about it, he wasn't as good as you would think. Mm-hmm. Um, and it did make him, you know, take his ball and go home. Um, I'm going to say forty uh, percent, four hundred, however you want to word it. That's very good. It was uh, actually he won fifty-five games and lost sixty, Ooh. and it was point four seven eight. Okay. So yeah. Okay. Yeah, be good. Now I looked this up. I did not fact check this. Um, I'm going to look this up later. It, it said he was the only Kansas coach in history to have a losing record. I don't, I don't know if that's the case. I'm going to look that up. Um, but the creator of basketball had a losing record coaching the game that he invented. So I just thought that was pretty interesting. Isn't that sad? It is. It is. And, you know, you don't know if it's if it's talent or he was overthinking it or it could be a number of factors. Or maybe right. he's not a good communicator. Maybe he's just a bad that, that could be it. Definitely could be it. Let's fast forward 75 years. Oh, my gosh. January 26th, 1975. Two teams faced off for the first nationally televised women's college basketball game. Who were the two teams? I'm going to give you one hint, Mr. Riley. Okay. They are not as prevalent of programs as they were at the beginning of women's basketball. Can I ask this? Can I ask? And I'm not trying to be, I'm not trying to be, well, I am trying to kind of be funny, but like, this isn't like Lee Wood Women's Preparatory Academy for the (laughs) Arts. Okay. So one of them, uh, is not a, a college you're probably not going to know of. Okay. Uh, but this college won the first three women's basketball championships. Okay. Now, I talked about, you know, the NCC, NCAA uh, basketball championship. You know, Louisiana Tech won the first one. Right. But but this is the uh, NAI. This is the first, yeah, first ever. This team won the first three. And then another one today – uh, the, the other team is coached by Coach Brenda Freeze, who has won a national championship uh, in recent history. She has a very successful program on the East Coast. So there's a little more hint for you. Okay. Hmm. Uh, let, let, go ahead. Do this. The one team was Immaculata. Okay. The Mighty Max. And that was the team yeah. that, that did so well. So give me the other team. Okay, and this is just going to be my go-to answer when we have these okay. classic women's basketball, and I hate to just beat a dead horse. Um, I'm not a fan of horses, but I don't want to beat a dead one. Um, <laughs> so, is it Old Dominion? It's not. It's uh, Maryland. Maryland. Maryland, yeah. And North Immaculata Maryland. destroyed Maryland on the first TV game, 80-48. to 48. That's that's so, shameful. That, uh, that is very shameful. Very shameful. Uh, so, here here's the last one, and you're going to understand, Mr. Riley. I think why I'm ending with this. Okay. Number one, it should be easy. Okay. Oh, but God. number two, it's, it's kind of a uh, the answer is kind of special to me. So, and I think it's going to be special to you once you hear it. Okay. All right. Fast forward, two thousand one. The Final Four is being hosted in Missouri for the first time in NCAA history in St. Louis. The championship game featured two teams from uh, Indiana, Notre Dame and Purdue. Now, it was a hard-fought battle. Um, Game comes down to I, I think it was I'm going to have to check my score here real quick Mr. Riley I don't want to lie on, on a podcast here 
came down to 66 to 66. That's what I thought. I wanted to be sure. Ruth Riley, who played for Notre Dame, was fouled with less than six seconds on the clock. A terrible call by the officials. Mm-hmm. She goes to the free throw line, knocks them both down to win the ball game. So Notre Dame wins its first national championship. Yeah. Who coached the Purdue Broilermakers? You know, I'm going to set myself up. And if, you know, I'm just wrong, then I'll just edit this out because I'm the ultimate king of edits. Uh, But here's the thing. Mr. Arthur, when I was growing up, and I think going down this road, you'll you'll know that I'm going to get this question right. Mm -hmm. When I was growing up, and I would see this lady's sweet mama driving around all of Louisiana with a Purdue license plate. That's right. You know, Christy Curry. Obviously. Christy Curry. Bringing as much honor and fame as you can to all of Louisiana. Christy Curry. And and I'm sure that when I tag her in this on Facebook, when we post it tomorrow, she's going to hear the end of it. I'll I'll tell her where where to start. Right. Um, Yeah. It was definitely Christy Curry. Uh, who is from all of Louisiana. And I'm pretty sure that her mother, Miss Ann, has that license plate hanging above her kitchen cabinets in her house. Sounds um, about right. Sounds about right. I, and and Miss Christy, if I get this number wrong, I'm so sorry. I think it was year two uh, at Purdue coaching, made it to the national championship game. And just what an incredible um, inspiration for Louisiana basketball to have a, a hometown girl do something so spectacular uh, for her community, her parish, but also representing both uh, Louisiana Tech, where she was a grad assistant, and University of Louisiana at Monroe. Definitely something special, something to be proud of, for sure. And that's where I'm going to end it uh, for this round of, I don't know what you're calling it, but this round. This round. uh, That ends, why is this? Why Uh, is this? Why is this? So, if uh, if any of you have anything you want, if you need to reach out to us, feel free to do that. Uh, mm-hmm. This is the part where you know, on a normal podcast, they would give their their Twitter handles and their Instagrams <laughs> and all that. But if you need to email us, yep, I am Riley on the, on the Gmail, and, and I am Parther Parther. <laughs> so if you need it if you need us please reach out uh this is gonna be way longer than the first episode you know uh, you've got all the time in the world to listen to it you know and i made that joke in one of my videos i was like what i shouldn't go long i got all the storage i, I need that's right <laughs> time is not an issue so if you if you need us reach out I can't wait to see y'all next week or if you're virtual. I hope everything's going well for you. Hope you're staying safe. And if you need anything from us, reach out. That's right. Continue to to stay safe, you guys. Like you said, we'll see some of you next week. And if you're at home, uh, we're always here for you. Stay safe and mask up. Go Big Red. Go Big Red. GBR.